Hello, and welcome to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the injury market's top program for doctors, lawyers, and insurers who want to gain greater insight on how to improve patient recovery results and deliver better services in the U.S. injury market. Please welcome your host, Dr. Jeffrey Allen Kronk. Hey, doctors, today what I want to talk about is pre-existing conditions. So some of you out there will say, I don't know, I don't really have much of a problem with pre-existing conditions. I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you one thing. I'm going to talk a little bit about what are the symptoms of if you have a problem with pre-existing conditions in your injury practice. I'm going to talk about that. And then I'm going to tell you what the biggest problem is with pre-existing conditions. And I'm going to make that abundantly clear for you. So first of all, what are the symptoms of somebody who's not really, really good, an expert, a pro, a master with pre-existing conditions? Uh, one, payment reductions. Two, attorneys that are going to cut your bill and cut your bill significantly. Uh, and uh, not getting lots of attorney relationships established. Um, those, are, those are main symptoms that I can think with that if you have those, hey, um, you know, routine, people aren't falling all over the place to do business with me as an attorney. And the attorneys that I'm working with are asking me for reductions. Um, I've got a problem with pre-existing conditions. I might not even know it. Now, the problem, the biggest problem with pre-existing conditions is not with pre-existing conditions themselves. It's with the existing conditions. It's with understanding the injuries themselves. That's like I do a lot of consults. That's the biggest issue that the doctor has. So you don't have an issue with pre-existing conditions. You have an issue with existing conditions and a lack of workup, a good workup, a lack of understanding of what the actual spinal injuries are. There's only three of them, right? So you got to work them up. If they're there, you have to work them up. So let me give you an example. If I use it, I'm going to use a car as an example. So if I have a car, it's got 50,000 miles and it. it's got some wear and tear. It's like a 20 year old body, you know, human body. It's not a, you know, 60 year old where it's got 300,000 miles on. It. I got this car, I'm driving and somebody hits me in the front end, right? They hit me in the front end. They damage my light. They damage my front bumper. They damage my side panel on the front. They don't damage my hood. They don't damage my windshield. They don't damage my door. That's what they damage. Do I have an injury to the car? Yes, I do. Okay, good. Do I have a picture of that? Yes, I do. Okay, now I'm a little bit slow getting the car into the shop. They scheduled it, it's two weeks out. Guess what? A week later, I don't have it at the shop. A week later, somebody hits me in the same damn front end. Now they worsen my bumper, they worsen my headlight, they push it even farther in, they worsen the side panel, they now damage my hood, they damage my windshield and they damage my door. Okay, does anybody have a problem with, well, okay, what's from the first accident and what's from the second accident? Got pictures of both. No, nobody will have a problem with that at all. Right? Now, when we take uh, what's called an active pre existing condition, an active pre existing condition is a condition that's actively been damaged and it's in the process of being fixed. That's called an active pre-existing condition. A dormant pre-existing condition is just that. 
it's a pre-existing condition that happened, but it's dormant, which I'll explain in a second. So anyway, we've got this car, right? Now I got two accidents. I got two traumas, right? When we put trauma to an active pre-existing condition, it's called an aggravation. Now, what about the hood, the, the windshield, and the door? Those are new injuries. They're not caused by any pre-existing condition. They're brand new injuries in the second accident. Now, hopefully that is abundantly easy for you to see. But guess what? In order for you to not have a problem with pre-existing conditions, you have to fully understand and document and know the injuries to the car in the first accident and in the second accident. It's just that easy. And it's no harder. The only reason why it's hard to the spine is because you won't have a great grasp and a routine operation of knowing the injuries that you can have to the spine and then working them up with imaging. Because just like the Polaroid picture with the car, I got a Polaroid picture, I got a picture of the car. First accident, I got a picture of the car with second accident. Shows what the first one was, shows what the second one was. Really easy to see what happened. Hey, I got new trauma, I got new injury, and I've also got worsening of the old active pre-existing condition called an aggravation. Super, super simple. All right. Workups to the spine are just as simple. Workups to the spine are just as simple. Now, what you can't do though is you have to understand the injuries themselves. Exactly what I said. Now, I'm going to use one other piece here. You can call a neck a neck. You can call it a cervical spine. It's a big portion of the spine. Just like you can say there's a thing called a lower extremity. And actually, in your lower extremity, you have one less joint than you do in your cervical spine or in your neck. Now, if I have an injury to my knee in an auto accident, and I have a history of bad ankle sprains throughout my whole college career. And I have degenerative change in my ankle. But I damaged my knee in the car accident. <clears throat> okay. I could say I have a lower extremity injury. And somebody else could say that's all caused from the degenerative change in your lower extremity. And if you didn't know how to separate out and know the differences of the injuries and the even the area, then you would, again, would have a problem with pre-existing conditions. I hope this makes sense to you. If, if not, I'm gonna give you a resource uh, where, I'll, where I train visually. So I show you pictures in a, in, a, in a Zoom call that I did. It's same training I give to attorneys nationally. Same training I have in my Smart Injury Lawyers program. Same sort of training. Same sort of training I have in my Smart Injury Doctors program. So, so I'll, I'll give you that resource at the end. But if I look at that knee, it would be insane for somebody to say, hey, you know what's causing the problem in your knee? Your ankle degeneration. Now, it's just as insane. But again, this is where you don't know the workup. It's just an insane for somebody to say, well, look, I got degeneration in C5, C6 cervical spine, in the lower cervical spine, but I got severe injury at C2 and C3. Now, if the first thing pops into your mind is like, well, how do you do that? 
you're 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 on my radar for exactly what I just said. You're going to have always a problem with pre-existing conditions because you don't know how to separate out the injuries. Not knowing where the spinal injury is in the spine would be like not having a lower extremity injury doctor know exactly where the injury is in the leg. I mean, how would you like your kid? Let's say your kid is a soccer player and they basically severely injured their leg, right? Looked like it was pretty bad. Looked like it could be knee, could be, could be worse. You go to the top expert and he comes out and says, hey, you know what? Your kid's got a lower extremity injury. You say, yeah, no, n- n- yes, I get that. Where in the lower extremity is injured? What's injured? It's no different with a spinal injury. Oh, I have a spinal injury. Now, most doctors today will go, well, they have an injury in the neck. It's a neck injury. You have a pre-existing condition problem if you don't understand the injuries. Because if you can't definitively exactly what I said, if you can't look at something and go, wow, I 100% know that that damage from the car was from the accident yesterday. Wow, I 100% know that this, this new accident two weeks later, a week later, did more damage to this area and actually added more trauma to this other area. You will always have pre-existing condition problems. Right? You always have pre-existing condition problems. No questions about it. So the biggest thing you have to be able to understand, and it's done through imaging, is you have to know what a snapshot of an injury looks like. So we only have three injuries. Spine is bone and connective tissue. So if you damage the spine, you have to damage the bone and the connective tissue or both. Most of you are not dealing with fractures. So you're dealing with connective tissue injuries. There's 220 specialized connective tissues that hold the spine together. They actually support both the alignment of the spine and the alignment of the discs. So there's 220 specialized ligaments that hold all the parts together and there's 23 discs, right? What are the part that holds the disc in alignment? The ligaments, right? So if I damage the disc, it's called a disc herniation. If I damage the support ligaments, it's called a support ligament injury and it's picked up on excessive motion testing because it causes spinal instability. Right now, accident one, I go to accident one. Let's just take disc herniation. This will be simple for you to understand. Accident one, I go in, I got a C5, C6 disc herniation. I'm saying that's caused by accident one. Good. Accident two, wow, I sent him out for another MRI. Oh, wow. Instead of just the C5, C6, I have a worsening of that called an aggravation of that condition. And I have a new disc herniation at C4, C5. How hard is that? It's not hard at all. Excessive motion study, it's even easier. Once you understand excessive motion studies and how to, how to, how to use it, it's even easier. But you have to understand the injuries. You have to understand what is possible and where are they. And you have to be able to differentiate this. If any of this is confusing, I do a program that is so simple to watch. All you have to do is go into Facebook and say, hey, Look for the Smart Injury Doctors Practice Building Success Network and join it. Go to the guides and you'll see that there's a, there's, a, there's a whole bunch of educational material that I'm giving you. This is so you get a feel for us. On the podcasts, I do podcasts so you get a feel for our material. In this free Facebook user group, 
I add other visual material. Because what we do is I want you to get a feel for who we are and what we are because that represents what we can do for you and with you in our Smart Injury Doctors program or if you're an attorney listening to this program, our Smart Injury Lawyers program. So doctors, on each podcast, I just take a topic, do a little bit of a riff on it. Hopefully you got something out of this today. And so if you have any questions on our Smart Injury Doctors program, Call us at 800-940-6513 or look us up at www.smartinjurydoctors.com. If you're a lawyer, smartinjurylawyers.com. Doctors, as always, short riff on a topic. I hope you got something out of this today, and I look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. You've been listening to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the number one audio production show for professionals in the U.S. injury market that want to deliver better injury services to the patients, clients, or insureds they serve. If you like what you heard today, please leave us a review and don't forget to join us on our next program.